Hello, everyone, and welcome to One Killer Report Podcast! Episode 114, I'm Benjamin Yoder, and I'm exhausted. <laughs> uh, it's been a, a weekend, so I don't remember where I left off by last podcast, but uh, at some point I made the decision of, okay, you know what, I'm going to try to get my Hunex Fighters 98 video out by, if not this Tuesday, the upcoming Tuesday afterwards. Um, I, I think the reasoning behind this was I started watching working on my Hunex Fighters video and then quickly like got to like the three minute or so mark pretty quickly. Like like usually the first minute of footage can take a good uh like I'd say three hours just because of how intense the editing can be. But but I got through the, the first minute pretty fast and then I had like an extra two minutes where I could just kind of drop gameplay and I was like, oh everything's going smoothly, everything's going good. You know, I'm three minutes in. It's only been a few hours. Um, I will just, you know, t- try to wrap this up over the weekend and uh, and all-, all will be good. Um, something I did not think about was <laughs> the direction that my script went. Um, in-, in editing the video, I kind of realized that the structure of this script for the video is 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 quite different. So... What happened was Friday night, I was like, I just, I'm just going to try to wrap this up, so maybe Saturday morning we, we finish this. I spent almost all of Friday night working on it. I spent pretty much the entirety of Saturday and uh, pretty much most of Sunday as well, and I just barely crossed the finish line. Uh, well, I crossed the finish line of the core video itself. There's some extra stuff I want to do around the video that I uh, haven't gotten to yet, but... But I'm looking at those things right now, and, and, and so there's still work to be done, but I finally got it done. It was a nightmarish weekend, though. <laughs> and uh, it didn't help that, like, uh, I use Movie Studio Platform 13, I think like that. It's a, it's an older application for video editing software, and generally haven't had any, have any real problems with it. There was a period of time where I wasn't sure how to do 60 frames per second out of it, because it basically defaults it to 30 frames every time if you try to do 1080. Um, but you can kind of like manually uh, shove your own uh, settings in there. So eventually I was able to get it to put out 1080-60. But uh, it, th- because of the sheer number of large project files I was using for this video, um, the software began like crumbling on itself and crashing nonstop. And it, it made it very difficult to work with. Uh, that definitely extended the process quite a bit, I feel like. And uh, ultimately what I had to do for the last minute and a half of the video was basically separate that out into a dip, separate video and then work on that from there. And I still was having problems from there. So so now there are two videos, the beginning video and the end video, and I'm cramming them together now. <laughs> and that's how, that's, how, that's how it's gone. And I'm tired. I literally have pretty much done nothing else. I played a little bit of Uncharted 3 on Friday night with some friends for like a couple hours. And, and then just been working on the, the video otherwise. Um, admittedly, when I say working on the video otherwise, that includes things like capturing footage. So sometimes I'll need like five seconds to capture like some or like I'll need like five seconds of footage for a capture. Um, but I usually will put a bit more time in, uh, particularly because I don't just want a, a piece of footage from the very beginning of a game. And I also um, want to 
get more variety of footage so it's not just like oh the first the first you know usable piece of footage i'm i'm recording and sometimes if i have if i'm not familiar with the game it's interesting to kind of uh look into it so so the majority of this week's podcast is going to be about hunex games because <laughs> that's kind of all i've played other than just more uncharted 3 and i really have nothing more to say about uncharted 3 at this point um and some of these Hunex titles I'm going to kind of touch on again in the future because I recently picked them up and there will be a part of that whole recent pickup thing that I'm, I'm working out to try to try to mess around with and see if uh, see if that uh, uh, works pretty well. But um, but yeah, so so the ones I, ha- I didn't spend a lot of time with at all is uh, uh, Pia Carrot, which Hunex didn't make the original Pia Carrot. This is a uh, the PCFX version was ported by Hunex. I don't know a lot about Pia Carrot. It seems like it's basically about a cafe with some uh, some waitresses working there, and I think you might also get a part time there as the main character. This is a visual novel dating game thing. Um, uh, really, the only things that I had that was kind of noteworthy about the game is a it seems to use the same like base engine as first kiss story and it came out beforehand so so i'm guessing they just used their their pia carrot port as a a foundation for building the visual novel portion of first kiss story um you know because that game is a visual novel um and and i think maybe the biggest difference other than than uh you know the you know the not being their content is that the production values are a lot higher there's a lot of a lot more animated cutscenes um and also there's a uh, a lot more like full shot cgs where where i feel like first kiss story especially the the original release can feel a little low budget at times there's a lot of characters that are are mentioned but you never actually see them and they didn't like actually fill them in until the playstation version that later on and then they actually did art then uh for that so other than that, I, I just burned that. I didn't actually buy a copy yet. I will eventually buy a copy. It actually has a fan translation out there. So so when I do buy a copy, I'll, I'll, I'll burn the fan translation. And I, th- I think, as far as I know, it's the only PS- PCFX game uh, with the fan translation. So so I need to look into doing that. I did try to, to apply the fan translation at one point, but it basically uh, told me there was some issue when I tried to actually launch the game in an emulator. And was like, ah, some something went bad. And I'm like, okay, rest in peace. So in the video, there's just a very brief clip of uh, Japanese footage and Pia Carrot, uh, of Pia Carrot. Also, the <laughs> when I was recording that, uh, the I, I previously burned Zenki and uh, Can Can Bunny. Not Can Bunny. Uh, I have a copy of Can Can Bunny. Uh, Chip Chan Kick. Um, I previously burned those, and those actually run pretty well um, for being burned games. Uh, Pia Carrot did not run well to burn games, so I'll have to figure out what what is the best way to go about that. I think it uses I'm using a different CD for that, so it could just be the the CD quality um, that I'm using for that burn. Um, the other one I didn't spend a lot of time with is Firewoman Matoi Gumi. I hope that's the right name, uh, which seemed like a we- kind of weird. I thought it was like an adventure game, but it actually has like RPG elements to it. Um, basically, you're just like a high school kid and it looks like you build stats and stuff, maybe similar to a dating sim. I didn't get super deep into it. Um, and then and then you go into like RPG battles at the school. Um, and and basically, I got to see the opening opening chapter of that game. Uh, you get beat up in the first fight and then, and then a bunch of girls come in and, and then beat the crap out of all the guys that were beating you up. <laughs> um, so there's a very brief clip of that in the, uh, the, the, um, 
video, but it, I, I really didn't spend a lot of time with it to really say anything of interest. That's one that I need to check out. I don't know what the pricing is like on it. There's another game that I was looking at on PCFX that's very similar to the Firewoman Matogumi or whatever. Um, but when I was looking at the pricing of it, it it's kind of all over the place. And and usually that means like when, when I was when I was buying First Kiss Story originally for the PCFX, there were copies that were extremely expensive and then ones that were not so much. And so when I went to Vink and Vink was like, it's like $30 and I'm like, thank God. Cause I didn't want to spend $70 on this at the time visual novel. I didn't think I'd play <laughs> outside of this silly little fighting game. And then it made a nightmare for me and I played all of it. <laughs> um, uh, I would, I guess it would have been worth it. Question mark. I probably would have felt so good about it, but, um, but yeah, so so I need to look into more of those. But I think with PCFX, maybe the the demand isn't super super high for 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 some of the like the mid range games. Maybe like there's there's the dirt cheap PCFX stuff, and there's the very very expensive stuff like uh you know um, Zenki, uh, which is way too expensive. But Zenki is also like very playable from a Western perspective versus uh, versus something like that Firewoman game. Uh, it requires a level of Japanese knowledge to really put time into. So if you're, unless you're like collecting for the PCFX or you're a Hunex fan like me, <laughs> um, then then it might not be like the game that really jumps out at you as something that you you need or want. Um, although I assume if you get Zenki, then you you probably are just like time to collect every PCFX game ever. So I have a complete PCFX collection. Zinky's not worth a thousand dollars. We'll talk about Zinky again in the future. I think I talked about it maybe last week, but uh, I'll I'll do an actual video on Zinky. I think. No, uh, sorry. Let me let me correct that. Not a real video on Zinky. There's not enough content there to really do anything. I say that as I do a Hunex Fighters '98 video, which has barely any content in that game. But uh, I'm not really passionate about Zinky. It's fine. It's got some interesting stuff about it, but it'll just be like a. I don't think about a quick play, but you can think of it in that spirit. Is I think what that that video will be like. So. The other thing I played is actually a game I recently found in town. There's a there's a retro game shop here um, that for some reason, uh, every time I've gone, they've had a Hunex game there. And so I'm just like, well, I guess I have to buy this. Um, it was like a, it was an Otome game. It was like 10, 15 bucks, I think, somewhere along those lines. Um, it is called Glass Forest, and I forget the subtitle. It's like a love adventure for girls or something like that. And uh, it's actually Hunex's first otome game i found out i did not buy it with this under uh, with this knowledge but uh but i went to their website and was trying to find wh when this came out and um and it looks like it's their first otome game actually um which i think is kind of fascinating like i was looking at it it, like, it came out in, like 2002 and that was around the time that i think uh hunex sold off the first kiss brand to to uh broccoli who made first kiss story 2 um so it makes me wonder if they were in some sort of like financial trouble at that time. And, and so they're like, we got to try this Otome thing. Cause we need money, man. <laughs> um, I wouldn't be surprised if that's what happened, but, uh, but just more developer fan fiction there going on. But I, I actually liked it quite a bit. The first 30 minutes start a little slow. Basically, it's just like this lady who who I guess her her grandfather or dad died, I think, and and was left this house that's in the middle of the forest. And uh, and then so she goes to this house and I think it's her younger brother or some kid that's kind of a younger brother type character for her and he kind of introduces her to the the place walks her around and and like shows her around the forest and there's like a path down the forest and she's like oh i'm gonna go down here he's like don't do it 
don't you go down there. It's no good. It's dangerous. Never go down there. You're like, okay, which means absolutely the next day when that little brother character wasn't around, she was like, I'm going down that path. <laughs> um, um, so she goes down that path. And at the end of the path, she finds a cafe. Cafe Prism, I think is what it's called. And and uh, it's just a bunch of, a bunch of uh, dudes in there. Uh, part of me wants to say hot men, but the art in that game is not particularly great. <laughs> it's got big old giant hands. It's very budget. It is a D3, uh, simple series line. It's one of the 20,000 series, which are, if I recall correctly for D3, uh, the, the series number represents how much yen it, uh, costs, I think. So if it's 20, if it's, uh, or sorry, 2000 yen, then I think it's like 20 bucks, something like that. So, so it was a budget release at the time as the simple series series is. Um, and it was fun. Like, I think, I think maybe what's interesting about it is that the glass forest itself is, uh, very ominous, um, in terms of like, at least the introduction, but there, but there are things in the opening that show kind of the girl, like stuck in places and then the guys helping her. And then, and then one dude literally just gets like wrapped up by a tree in terms of like, like the tree is living and wraps him in thorns and stuff. So, so there's definitely more to what that forest is. And, and so I think there's a lot more to, in terms of like getting more of that atmosphere, that's just like very ominous. I don't think the ominous part was just the cafe part that he was warning them to not go down. Um, but I enjoyed it, and I I think I think I might want to <laughs> I think I might want to spend more time looking at it. I don't know. I should play an English Otome game. That would be the smart thing to do. They made Steam Prison. If I wanted to play a Hunex Otome game, I could play Steam Prison. That would be the smart thing to do. But what if I played this 2002? untranslated game which will probably be more interesting to me because it's untranslated <laughs> um, so i have to sit there and just guess what the heck is happening i don't think that'll happen anytime soon if i decide to do that but but i had a good time with it there's like five seconds of footage in the in the video you'll see it. it's a blonde man like at a cafe or something like that Oh, I also played, uh, for the video, Love Songs. Um, I've actually played, I played Love Songs on, I think, a Japanese PS2 import stream. Um, I, I think, I can't remember if I had it at that time. It was something that Vink sent to me, uh, a while after I got my Japanese PS2. Um, or very shortly after, actually, I think. And, um... Love Songs is, a, is, as far as I can tell, a pretty typical dating game. It's also part of the Simple Series. A lot of D3's output after 2002 is Simple Series stuff. So so pretty much everything we're talking about at this point <laughs> or in that time frame is going to be Simple Series. Um, but uh, it, it's as far as I can tell, it's just like a pretty straightforward dating game. I, I was surprised how little dialogue i came across while playing it maybe i had to be more proactive with going out and interacting with girls but weeks and weeks would go on by where basically every time i called a girl or emailed them i i would get denied a date or something like that i did finally go on one date with uh i think her name is riho which is one of the the d3 girls that kind of is a a reoccurring character in the in the simple series um and she's in uh what's that game called shoot dream c club i think that's where she she is maybe most prevalent and then also that if if you're aware of that like weird helicopter game on ps2 where you're like going around shooting a lady in bikini that's riho as well if i recall correctly so um so yeah i i have a problem and this is i have the same problem with love plus really where I don't really understand dating sims and how to play them. Like basically you're just kind of managing four different stats and you just choose what day of the week you want to do different things to get different stats. And, and I don't, I assume like 
my assumption would be that you would want to focus on an individual stat depending on the character, you would think. Um, but I found, at least in Love Plus's case, that the character typically will test you with any of the four stats. So it doesn't really make a lot of sense to just focus on one because you're just going to fail out on some of them. Um, so then, you know, I try to distribute it. And then, like, if, if I notice some more checks that are coming around, like intelligence or something like that, or, or if they are more likely to be the one to praise me when I go and do intelligence checks and things like that, I, I will typically try to focus on that. But then sometimes they'll just be like, like, somebody will just pull out, like, hey, uh, like, what's her face? Oh, my gosh. I, I just finished playing her story not too long ago. Nene would be like, she's mostly a charm character, I feel like. But then she'd just suddenly be like, you need to be intelligent enough to figure out this receipt at work. And and I'm just like, Nene, I, you didn't tell me you wanted a smart man. <laughs> it's, just, it's just me. Just this dumb guy here, but I I look handsome. I I, I dress myself up for you, um, and so I just don't really I don't really understand how to balance that, how to play that properly. And in the case of Love Plus, uh, there's not really a fail state as far as I can tell. It more or less um, just kind of de- or uh, determines some of your starting stats when you go into the actual dating portion of the game. Um, and and those stats, as far as I can tell, can continue to be improved at that point, and so you don't have to really worry too much about um, um, what your overall stats are by the end of the introduction to that game, I suppose you could say. And so, yeah, same thing with, uh, um, I mean, it does, it's extra hard with, uh, love songs because I, I just don't know what the game wants from me and it's all in Japanese and it's got a cute aesthetic. I actually like a lot of the UI. You get a cell phone that says Unex on it, which is kind of fun. Um, but, but it's kind of just, I just don't know what to do with it. The graphics are nice, but uh, maybe maybe it's one of those cases where I like, you know, it, it's easy to say, well, well, of course, it's a it's a Japanese video game with text and stuff, but uh, but I think at this point I've found a lot of games that are Japanese text only, and and I've found myself to enjoy them. So I think Love Plus is interesting, or Love Songs is interesting, because despite you know. Uh, Despite being a, a format that I recognize, maybe it's just because I'm not very good at the dating sim stuff. Um, but despite that, I, I still can't really crack the nut of how, how to get it to work. But again, visually, it's a, it's a nice looking game. It's, it's cute. Um, yeah, I guess that's all I have to say about love songs. Um, the other thing I had to do, and I've, I've done some coverage on the site before of this, but there's the Silvery Peak RPG, or Peak, bleh, the Silvery Peak RPG. Uh, which is like a PlayStation 1 ice climbing RPG, which has some like strategy elements to it. And uh, I tried it again, and I think that's a game that until I really sit down and commit to understanding how that game works, I'm probably just going to have no real idea what to do. Basically, there's a bunch of caves on this mountain, and you send a bunch of ice climbers out to to fight monsters and stuff while they go to these caves. And then eventually, I assume somebody you want to get to the top, but as you get to the top, there's harder and harder monsters, and usually I just die before I get to the top. So I'm not really sure the best strategy for this game. I was thinking maybe what the best thing to do is if there's no written guides out there to kind of provide some more information is maybe uh, go watch some some videos like Japanese videos of people uh, playing it and seeing what they're doing to progress in the game because that might help me out. There's also a tutorial screen that I could just sit there and try to like have a, a camera translation tool translate it. Although I recently tried to use the camera translation tool 
uh, while I'm playing some first gift story, uh, because there's a dialogue thing. I didn't really know what I was doing at. And man, uh, the translation of it was real bad. It didn't make any sense. I was able to figure out eventually what I need to do, but it took me a good, like five minutes of just being like, what is this even trying to say? <laughs> like, it was weird. Cause I hadn't been saving cause I was dumb. And, and then I was like at the decision point of like, oh, I have to play this game again. If I don't select the right option here. So it's like a 50, 50 shot of me screwing myself. Um, so, so yeah, speaking of first kiss story, I played the Dreamcast release of that this weekend. Uh, I wanted to just kind of look at it for a couple of reasons. One, I needed, uh, again, three seconds of footage of the Dreamcast version. Um, and then, uh, I also wanted to see what happened, um, when you went to go, uh, to the, the point of the game where you would typically play Hunex Fighters 98 in the PCFX release. Um, and, and, and pretty much what you expect would happen. Uh, your friend invites you over to play, uh, Hunix Fighters. Although in this case, I don't know if this happens in the PCX for PCFX version. He specifically mentions the game by name. He says Hunex Fighters. Doesn't say 98. Um, I don't remember if he actually says Hunex Fighters to you in the original game. I think he just basically says, come over and play video games, man. Cause video games. <laughs> um, um, so in this case, he doesn't call you. It's the day before he sees you while you're leaving school and says, hey, do you have some free time to play Hunex Fighters? And you go, yeah, sure. And then basically the next day you get a choice of, oh, um, I'm not feeling well. I'm going to stay home. Or uh, <laughs> I think the Google, uh, the, the the Translate app said, like, I, uh, it's keep a man's promise is three or something like that. And I'm like, sure. <laughs> um, um, and then you basically go to his house and it goes dot, dot, dot when Hunex Fighters 98 should be playing. And then, and then it just skips you to the cutscene that I assume is if you beat him, it seems like the dialogue was identical to the PCFX version with the exception of you not actually playing Hunex Fighters. So I think what would be most interesting to do is, um, if I ever get the PlayStation version of that game, uh, take a look at the files. I, I would have to like refresh my memory. I looked at the Aconcagua, um, or disc or files on the Aconcagua disc a while back ago. And I was able to like pull a lot of interesting stuff out of it in terms of like the, the mutable, not interesting stuff, but like I was able to pull music off the disc and things like that and get a bunch of graphics, but none of it was unused as far as I could tell. So it didn't really get used for anything. Um, so I'd be curious to see, you know, pulling from the disc of that game, if those Hunex Fighters 98 assets still exist within that version of uh, First Kiss Story in any way for the PlayStation. I'd assume for Dreamcast and PS2, it might be less likely they're in there. Um, it'd be interesting to see. I don't know if there's a way to really, like, uh, I'm sure there's a way to look at PCFX games and their data, but I don't know if there's, like, an easier way to do it. PlayStation games, I think, are pretty pretty easy to pull stuff from there's like tools to pull music from playstation games and then there's also whatever i use for aconcagua i can't remember anymore where i was able to view all the textures of the game and things like that and see everybody's faces stretched out on a square because that's <laughs> that's not creepy looking at all uh overall though that, that that version of the game has or well the dreamcast version which i think is just the playstation version for the most part um has quite a few differences there's a lot of new art Actually, they redrew a lot of the CG. Some of them are still intact, which makes it kind of this weird inconsistency between um, between some of the cutscenes. Uh, some of them just like the art style doesn't quite match what the uh, other cutscenes look like at times. So, and then the the actual animated cutscenes are running at a higher resolution. It looks like so so those look cleaner. They did censor some stuff, and I and I'm I would be curious to see how much more they censored um, because basically what I saw is the beginning of the game. Um, the PCFX version of First Kiss Story is 18+, plus, if you didn't know. It's a very light 18+. plus. There's not a lot 
in there. You don't actually see any sort of sex or or any kind of like genitalia or anything like that. Um, but uh, there is a scene early on where you basically walk in on the main heroine uh, while she's in the bath. And it's the most revealing scene of the game. You see a good chunk of her body and then she has like a towel that's over her arms and like covers up her boobs. And then you just, the camera's positioned away so you can't see anything like around her lower region other than you do get a lot of like ass crack shots kind of thing um and so they they basically crop that stuff to make it a little less risque um which i can totally understand um and then also uh the other character that you get a scene fairly early on with is minami and minami when you find her you see like her with her her bra and panties on it's like a back shot and 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 stuff but um the problem with Minami is she's like 13, so uh, she's pretty young, and and I wonder if they were scared of of that and and then covered her up. So basically, what what the cutscene is that she actually doesn't have any top underwear on in this case, but uh, but she covers herself with her shirt. So there's a lot less showing. Um, so I thought that was interesting, and I, I'm curious if you know these two these two scenes in particular. I feel like were probably maybe the most problematic in the game when you think about it. Um, but I'm curious if they just decided to cover them all up overall, or if they just had those two particular scenes where, like, this is a bit too much, let's tone these down. Because uh, there, there are some fairly risky scenes later where you get some some cleavage shots and things like that, as you would expect. Um, so, so I'd be curious to sit down and play through that someday and and, and take a look at what, what other changes there were. And there, there are a lot of changes, a lot of redraws, so I wouldn't be surprised. Um so yeah, I might I might make a resource post on the website that kind of details some of the differences, um, specifically maybe with the in, the uh, attract mode that plays on the title screen because the attract mode is actually quite different between the PCFX version and the Dreamcast version. The PCFX version does this weird thing where it's like a uh, almost like a call-in thing where they basically the characters introduce themselves with their their information going across the bottom of the screen like those old VHS d- dating things. Um, where the, the Dreamcast version, or I assume PlayStation version as well, uh, basically has just, uh, cuts of some cutscenes with some music over them, and then, uh, the character has their own, it's almost like, it almost feels like a next time on First Kiss Story kind of thing, where they're kind of introducing their, their plots, and then they're like, next time on First Kiss Story, I love you so much, <laughs> um, so, so yeah, uh, we got two more games here. These podcasts have been getting along recently, so apologies. I hope hope it doesn't bother you guys too much, or hope you like it. Hope you're welcome if if you like it. Um, uh, the other one's a uh, is it Kira Kira Pop Star Princess? I think I don't own this game, but I I, I downloaded the ROM briefly uh, to try to see how it runs on Wii U, and it actually runs really well on Wii U. And I, I, again, one of those things where I just need like a couple seconds of footage of it. Um, that game's real cute. I like that game a lot. The European version uh, has all the voice acting replaced, so it's all very uh, uh, sporty-sounding girls. Or, like, sporty. Uh, I don't know. Maybe, like, like very accenty and stuff. I don't know the, the word for this. <laughs> but, but it's, like, UK voices. Um, I'm not sure if the music has been changed at all, but I had a good time with it. It's a great-looking game, actually. I was, I was actually very impressed with it visually. Um... And it does have, like, clothing stuff where you can dress your characters up and stuff, too. So I'm actually pretty excited about checking that out someday. So I might put that up towards a higher port part of my 
my import list, especially because it does run on Wii U. With DS, I'm kind of running into the situation where I'll buy a game and then try to see if it runs on Wii U, and I don't know for sure. So if I'm buying online, I'll go ahead and pre-see if it runs on Wii U. So I'm be like, okay, I can use this for something. Um, because if it just crashes immediately, then, you know, I still can't capture that game. So it just ends up on the bottom of my list of games to play, unfortunately. So, but I had fun with it. It's basically just this pretty simple rhythm game. Uh, but you know, a lot of dress up, all that good stuff. Very cheerful. Um, and the final game I played was Private Idol. Um, I, I imported this for the Super CD, uh, which is like the PC Engine CD thing. And, um, I actually like it a lot. Glass Rose, this, and Kira Kira were just like, I really want to play these games. I just don't know when I'll get to them. <laughs> but I played maybe the first like hour and a half of uh, Private Idol. Actually, I was like, I'm just going to get uh, like 30 minutes of footage. And I actually got invested quite a bit. It's, 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 it's kind of interesting. It's kind of like a horror house kind of thing where it's like basically you have uh like eight people that end up in this house and there's like a murder mystery going on i assume this is just the first chapter and that the later chapters are different things uh but as far as i can tell people start disappearing and so you're like going around you're solving these puzzles basically just walking around talking to people and 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 you know turning on boilers and things like that you know turning on pumps getting getting the electricity working and uh and it's kind of interesting because the other characters are semi-active as well so so you'll be walking around and you'll just see somebody walking down the hallway and you can just stop and chat to them and they're it's not like they're just patrolling like i think there's one case where i saw a guy who's just kind of walking around but typically they have a destination they're going to so they'll actually zone out of the area they're like okay this character is going to go upstairs and then when you go upstairs you can find them upstairs and then get their next dialogue basically or they'll they'll come from upstairs then they're walking to whatever point they're going to go stand at uh the hardest thing really being is that um with the dialogue i noticed that sometimes they wouldn't actually trigger their their like advancement dialogue until they got to where they're actually going so you just sometimes it's worth just following them and waiting till they actually stop somewhere and like okay now let's have a conversation um i like the game aesthetically a lot um i feel like private idol is a game that, that i i'll get really into if i really sit down and spend the time with it um but I, I don't know when I'm going to get to it. <laughs> so, so And I'm scared that I'll want to make a video of it and then I'll want to buy a Duo R <laughs> so I can capture it properly. I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, I, I was emulating this thing and some of the cutscenes just started getting, or cutscenes just started getting, you know, caught up and, and messed up and I'd have to skip them. I'm like, I don't know. It's not a lot to do. Uh, like at that point, like, I don't know if I've done something wrong. Maybe I'm using a bad image. I don't know if in Metafin, Metafin? Is that what the emulator's called? I can't figure out if I can use my actual disc for that. Like, I've tried to get it to load my disc, and it doesn't seem to want to do that. And then um, and then I also tried to do it in RetroArch, but RetroArch, I also had the problem where it just doesn't launch there either. I think it might be because it requires a certain BIOS file, and I may have not had that BIOS file in the folder for that thing. Although I think, like, the RetroArch loads cores and things like that. I don't know. I, I, I haven't really gotten a successful RetroArch uh, game to run at this point. So, so I feel like I'm missing something with that. Um, but maybe it's because also I'm using like make like playing PC Engine CD games and PCFX games rather than just being like let me put the Super Nintendo game in and it just works because everybody plays the Super Nintendo games. Uh, I don't know how how popular the the oh, sorry I threw this piece of plastic. I don't know how how popular the the PC Engine CD system is as a platform. Um, 
I don't, I can't think of a lot. Like, I actually just don't know what is disc and what's not disc. Like, I assume Yeast 1 and 2 is was disc. And I assume, I don't know if Rondo of Blood was disc. I assume so. Um, so I imagine those are like kind of the big ones, but I, I know the PC engine has its audience and things. So I'm sure there's plenty of people out there who, who fully collect for that thing. Private Idol is not that expensive. It was like, I could get a copy for like $6, but, um, I, I ended up getting a, going a little bit higher because the case quality is a little, a little better. So it was closer to like $12, something like that. Um, although the, the one bad side thing was I, I didn't know if it had the back of the casing and I was like, I hope it does. Cause the seller wasn't responding to me. <laughs> Uh, I didn't, I didn't go through Vink. I just went through like an eBay seller because Vink was just like, it's going to be a lot more expensive to actually buy in Japan. So, so on eBay it was quite a bit cheaper for some reason. So, whew, Hunex, they're a company I like. I want to spend, I, like, I think one of my fears after finishing this Hunex video was... I didn't have a lot left that I wanted to do with Hunex. Like, I know I know, I still want to play Blue Breaker at some point. I need to sit down and spend some time with that. But Blue Breaker Burst is like, I don't know if I'm really going to play Blue Breaker Burst. Um, I part, I want to play Steam Prison, but at the same time, it's just kind of like a straightforward Otome visual novel. And I feel like I want a Otome visual novel that's going to really stand out to me in some way. Like, that, like has some kind of hook that isn't just, oh, Hunex made this game. <laughs> Um, and I, I feel like I've been having trouble finding a game with that hook, but I, I enjoyed the, the, what I've played of their original Otome game. So, so I don't know. I mean, maybe I don't need a hook. Maybe I just need to, <laughs> to just go ahead and buy it and, uh, play through it. So, yeah, but, uh, I'm, I'm glad there's a lot of games from them. I still want to play. Like, I'm, I'm glad I enjoyed Private Idol. I'm glad I enjoyed Glass Force and I'm glad I enjoyed, um, 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 the video game I literally was just talking about and cannot remember the name of. <laughs> Private Idol, Glass Forest, and Kira Kira Pop Princess, or whatever it's called. Those are the three big ones that, that stood out to me when I was playing, when I was making this video. So, that video is not going to be up this week. Uh, Tuesday, uh, the video is done, but I have some more stuff I have to do around it, and there just isn't going to be enough time. So, it's going to be next Tuesday is my, my goal. I don't anticipate any problems, but I'll let you know if there are. Um... In terms of quick play stuff, I, I burned this whole weekend on this video, so there's not going to be any real content. I, this is a late podcast even already on a Sunday, and it's all me still vomiting about this video <laughs> so and like the the things i was doing around it so it, it was just uh it was just a rough weekend so I appreciate you putting up with me talking about Hunex first kiss story and Hunex fighters 98 once again. This may be the last time for a good while, though, so you enjoy your silence. Enjoy not hearing about my lady love, I guess. And my boy love, I guess, because I like the last Glass Forest game. The Hunex love. Um, We finished up Kid Dracula last week. We were able to beat it in one stream. I was very tired during that stream. <laughs> um, so it's a very kind of a chill game. That Kid Dracula is an interesting game that is just like, it's very relaxing. There's a couple of really key pinch areas that are hard, but for the most part, you just kind of go through that game. Uh, there's there's not a lot to the challenge of it. Um, and it's a little sluggish, I will say. But um, but it was it was it was a fun romp for like it took me three hours. I think if I wasn't streaming it, it'd probably take closer to two hours. And I think that's like a, a perfectly fun thing for for that time period. And you know, being a part of the anniversary collection, pricing wise, I think it makes a lot of sense. Because uh, I think that collection is like twenty bucks and has like six games in it. And you know. Uh, I don't, I can't math right now, but you know, it's a dollar amount, a, a single digit dollar amount. 
So, so I think that's, that's pretty well worth it. Um, but at the same time, you don't need to go kill yourself to play it. It's, it's very kind of unremarkable. It's just kind of cute and charming. doesn't feel very Castlevania in a lot of ways. It kind of reminds me a lot more of like a Mega Man or something like that. Um, but if Mega Man was very slow, <laughs> um, and then, so we're going to be t- starting Tales of the Tempest this week. I need to get a backup game set up just in case, cause I am playing it on Wii U rather than an actual DS. So I need to have a backup game in case something soft locks at some point and we can't get past it. Um, so I'll try to figure that out and, and keep that in my back pocket in case, in case we need it. Maybe we'll play Glass Force. <laughs> um, and then yeah, uh, Lost Kingdoms too. I'm I'm gonna gonna really try to focus on that once this video is all said and done. Um, I had another video that I I really want to get done as soon as possible, but in order to get this this Lost Kingdoms two thing done in time for the, the podcast I want to do, um, I I probably need to go ahead and push forward on that. So I might put the next video on hold until I finish Lost Kingdoms two at the very least, and go from there. Thank you so much for coming. OneControllerReport.com is the website again. Probably no real new content on the website this week, but you're welcome to check out my stream on Thursday at 7 o'clock Pacific time. And then uh, and then if you didn't watch it last week, I have my full Kid Dracula playthrough up on, on the website right now. If you want to see me be very tired while I very slowly wander through that game in the course of three hours. <laughs> um, and then hopefully after this Hunex Fighters thing, uh, we'll get back on more of a normal content schedule. Um, I do have a stack of games here I want to do, uh, for quick plays. So, so that stuff is ready. And then, like I said, I kind of want to try some different things here. So maybe, maybe next month we'll just, uh, we'll just focus on trying out some different types of videos. And then, uh, that other video that I said was kind of time sensitive, maybe we'll kind of push it out a little bit and, and then hopefully, hopefully I don't miss my window on that. So yeah, again, one is the website and I hope you have a great week. Bye.